Hello everyone and welcome to the Copper Files podcast. I am Kemi Adiroji, your host for this beautiful podcast. In this podcast, we'll be talking about everything and anything NYC. So sit back, relax and get comfortable because this is going to be an amazing ride. Hey, beautiful people. Welcome back to the Copper Files podcast. My name is Fikemi Adiruju and I'm your host back again. Thank you so much to everyone who subscribed from last episode, who listened from last episode. God bless you guys. And today we have another interesting NYC experience with a very, very special guest. As per usual, we have the wonderful, the amazing Nathaniel. Hey. <laughs> Can you briefly tell us about you and introduce yourself? Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Nathanella. Some call me Nat, some call me Natalie. Mm-hmm. I am a project manager. Per. Yeah, so I've had a lot of career switches. So mm. Yeah, so I'm an introvert. I like food. Mm. I love life. Yeah. So I think, <laughs> I think that's just the basic thing, yeah. Okay, so mm. we're going to be having an interesting conversation about her NYC experience. And her is actually a beautiful mix of Hausa and Yoruba, right? Me? Yeah. Like My heritage? No. <laughs> No, oh, like you yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So she camped in Sokoto State and mm-hmm. did her PPA in Ibado, and that's actually very interesting. Where are you from? So I am actually a mix of Yoruba mm. and Shakiri, which is from Niger Delta. Really? Hi, Shakiri. Hi. <laughs> so we're going to get into the conversation, but first of all, we start off from your camp experience. Okay. But most of the conversation will be about your PPA, oh, right? right. Okay. So for camp, right, when you got your call-up letter yeah what was your reaction so when we found so hmm, so can i just backtrack a little no problem so um, we were told that if we go early to do the registration we'll get where we want so i chose where you want yeah like okay where, where you, you want to be posted yeah, yeah. so sorry i chose lagos i chose abuja i chose ogun state and i think i chose edo or delta yeah. state and that was comfortable, certain that, of course, Lagos State is going to be. Lagos is sure. Of course. I, I, do you know what time I went there? I was at the Cyber Cafe by like 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. Are you serious? Yes. And they told me this is first come, first serve. Wow. And at that time, they were actually slots. So you could see mm-hmm. the slots disappearing. Yeah. That's how we now came. I saw, so, so who? <laughs> so, how, so why? <laughs> I was in a state of shock. So, um, I lived with my mom, and at yeah. that time, it was as if someone had died in the house. Everybody was just in mourning. Like, <laughs> nobody was saying anything. What year was this? This was 20, 2016. Oh, okay. So, I graduated in September of 2016. So, mm-hmm. this was um, November. November. November of 2016. Yeah. It was like someone died. <laughs> we, we were in mourning. We didn't know what to do. So, it was it, it was really bad. But what was it? Like the morning feeling from is it because like Sokoto? Yes. Who do you know there? As in like where? where <laughs> like so where when you are, when from? I'm even mentioning or thinking about states in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. No offense to my Sokoto peeps, <laughs> but it's not one of the things yeah. that's you know top of the mind. So I felt like I had been sent to. It was. D- yeah. You were just like. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. how you're coming yeah, from. So it was really bad. So like when you finally decided to go, how was the transportation like? How did you go? Okay, so for me at the time, cash strapped. So I took, so there was a bus. So what Mm -hmm. happened, what was really useful was um, on our classroom group chats, Mm -hmm. they just started, everybody started linking up. Okay, who's going here? Who's going here? Who's going here? So even if I was going to fly, because I knew that there was a classmate of mine that was going to be taking the bus. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, okay, for safety reasons, I'll just. And company uh, and all of that. Let me do road trip. Yeah. We were on the road for 22 hours. (laughs) You boobe. Yeah, so we're on the road for 22 hours. Did you know they're just 24 hours in a day? 
that's what I'm trying to tell you that you meant to. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. How was that like? Did you have stops at all? We had stops. Yeah. Um, restroom breaks. There were times that people would stop to get food and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But it was really interesting because I do like road trips. Yeah. And um, I used to experience a bit of car nausea, car sickness, rather. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm so lucky that it didn't kick in at the time. Yeah. But um, when we we were on the road, we were able to explore and see like lots of states. Mm-hmm. So you know, so this is Lokoja. I don't yeah. know. The vibe was really so nice. So it was like a tour. It was a tour. And yeah. it wasn't like we were on a random bus. It was mm-hmm. like a specific NYSC bus. Oh, yeah, so okay. So all, all core members were on oh, the bus. Oh, okay. So Everybody there was like exactly. core members. So we dropped core members at this place. We dropped core members oh. at that place. So it was really nice from that angle. Yeah. Getting to see um like Different. other states. Yeah. yeah. So this is this places that place mm-hmm. and to be honest yeah driving into sokoto was really beautiful mm. you just see a lot of greenery you see mm. a lot of um farming mm-hmm. very meticulous like they measured the every distance space. between <laughs> each plant and yeah. each tree and everything and it was really i remember entering in and i was like this is beautiful really yeah that's actually yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Said, but like generally looking at Sokoto right did it change your perspective like the perspective you had because you know most people when they're processing that place they're just like where in the remote am mm-hmm. I going to so mm-hmm. when you got there did it change your perception of the states generally so to be honest I had no perception for it to change okay but I was quite shook by mm-hmm. what I saw yeah so all those greenery and everything was wonderful once we entered Sokoto town the first thing that struck me was that dust everywhere dust mm. there are buildings that they painted white do resemble brown <laughs> so you know everything was really dusty and yeah. archaic but would you say it was like the season you know like hamatan is usually at so the end then of the year. again it could have been the season yeah but i got a sense that that's typically that's how, how it look mm. yeah so it was so it was a lot of dustiness it yeah. was and then again it wasn't just the dustiness it was the kind of the buildings and everything mm. it was giving you uh, retro 60s, 70s mm. Nigeria, yes. So at least the places that I saw, yeah. even the banks, the banks look like how they first, like when they started built them banks, again, like they've not yeah. done any renovations mm-hmm. and everything. So I think when I came there and just seeing that, I was just like, okay, wow, this is like, this is interesting. Yeah, it's like time traveling. Yeah, so it's like you went back in time. Oh, well. Yeah. So in like with most of the guests we've had that served in the north, they um they made statements about extreme weather. So like when it's very hot, it's very hot. When it's very cold, it's very cold. Do you experience? That? Okay, so yeah, so because of when we got posted, mm-hmm. we didn't experience. Well, yeah, there was a bit of heat actually. There yeah. was, but what was really more striking was the cold, right? Imagine there's no heat there. I don't know <laughs> what I expected, but I'm used to having hot showers. Yeah, I'm talking about using ice to bath. You know, and then I remember what really struck me was how my skin, I was shedding like a chameleon or a lizard. Really? Like my my feet were like... Because of the cold. Because of the cold. So it was like stony oh, and wow. it, the skin was peeling. So at night it was very cold. Yeah. And I remember when I, I'm still going to get to this when we talk yeah. about the actual posting. But when, because I actually resumed at my PPA. And I remember then they told me that if I put um, water, like water and pure water sachets in a calabash and cover it, it will be cold. And I kid you not, that was my refrigerator. I had a calabash in my room and then we put pure water sachets there and you just cover it for like two hours. By the time you get it, you're drinking cold water. Wow. That was, I think, one of the best things for me. So the the cold was, the cold was colding. 
<laughs> the cold was really cold. But the heat, I didn't really experience a lot of the heat, mm-hmm. to be honest, because I, I ran away from anything sun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, like, in terms of, sorry, in terms of the actual camp experience, so when you got in there, you know, you have to, like, do your registration and all of that. What would you say was, like, your favorite moment at camp and, like, the worst moment at camp? Okay, so, um, registration was quite easy for me just mm-hmm. knowing where to go and yeah yeah hitch hitching my tent with somebody that was you know that knew what to do yeah but for me the best experience was uh, escaping anything field <laughs> so marching, I think, yeah, and all of marching and all of that so and this is where it gets funny so i joined the um what's it called there's this um it was like a peer educators club for okay. hiv so we mm-hmm. learned a lot about hiv and stuff so the duration of those classes we were away from the march past and yeah. all the preps so that was the best part for me because actually I f- i'm sorry i've forgotten his name but he was a very delightful man mm-hmm. the teacher so it was really nice yeah. but then here's the thing so when we now finished the class we finished maybe like a couple of days before camp was over mm-hmm. and then and i saw people were matching i said ah, me too, i can match too i said i have to match uh-huh. You genuinely wanted to I, I said, uh, So this is what I've been missed. I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> Are <laughs> so you serious? Honestly, in my mind, I never said it out. And then I was just standing by watching people match. And then they say, you, you look like somebody you can match. I say, yes. <laughs> and they just fixed me there. So that was another delightful thing. So that's how. And these things they have been learning for like two weeks. So mm-hmm. I had like two or three days to learn. They were moving hard. Just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's actually so shocking because most people always try to like run away from marching. Oh, no, no, no. Match. You went winning it with your chest. Uh-uh. Hello. Okay. What, what do they call him? The DJ Abi. What's his name? The um camp. It was um, the top top. Yeah. That I'm in match in front of you. Hello. <laughs> I was in front. Are you serious? Uh, yes. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what would you say like was your worst moment at camp? Like in moment you were just like, I'm done with this place. Um, I had was it constipation. I don't diarrhea. know if it was constipation or diarrhea, one or the other. But I think it was constipation. Mm. Yeah, because <laughs> there was no bathroom. Let's so get into that. I told myself I'm not going to use the bathroom because what, what did exist there? I think, is it a bathroom or... Pit latrine. Yes. So I said, uh, no, no, it's not going <laughs> to happen. So I think because of that, I mm-hmm. now became constipated. You, yeah, because you didn't want to see And of bath. course, there was no food. I'm sorry? There was nothing food. The food, I'm not saying that they didn't have food. They served us food. But, it was, but the food was not, not fooding. It wasn't fooding like used to food. <laughs> the oh tea was days. water. So I never really. Wait, ate are you talking about food. camp food or like mommy food? Mm. In mommy, was there like food? So that's where it is. So I didn't actually discover mommy markets on time. So I've been suffering in silence. So what happened was when we were going, mm-hmm. Momsi packed snacks and stuff, yeah. Doritos. I went to camp with Doritos and all this. Things. Are you serious? So yes, Akilishi. So she. Oh. So the thing is, when we went, I didn't know when I was coming back. Yeah. I thought I'll come back the next year because my mom said. Oh, so know. you packed all your she things. Said, from I, the house. I went with a big, big suitcase. So she, as I was leaving, she said, "I don't know anybody in NYC. I don't know anything we posting. So when I see you, is when I see you. I'm a sister. God bless you, my child. <laughs> so I went with my clothes, like oh, clothes wow. for work, shoes, everything. And so I had like two months worth of snacks. Wow. Yeah. So I had a lot of snacks. So I was living on that mm-hmm. until I discovered Mami Markets. Are you serious? Uh, yeah. so, so you, mm. when did you discover Mami Markets? I don't even know because I'm not really that much of, I am an explorer, but because of that environment. Yeah, you just so wanted to stay on your own. Straight like, to this thing, come back and so on. So I just eventually, so I just eventually, um, yeah. 
I don't know how. I think I I met him, made a new friend, and he's mm-hmm. like, meet me in Mami Market. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> Shah brought me there and then introduced me to bread and akara. I never had bread and akara. He called it African burger. Yeah. <laughs> so that was it. So I think I now started doing um, African burger. Then um, I met this man, delightful mm-hmm. man who made suya. Mm-hmm. And there was a man beside him who made indomie. Mm-hmm. So I used to just give him money for like yeah. a week and so. I'm giving you like a thousand naira. This is how many suyas I want. Yeah. And then I'm giving you this. This is for my indomie. So that's what I now started doing. Wow. I became structured. Like the first day I got to camp, the first thing I supposed to was my markets. I never mm. ate camp food. Not because like to feel big or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just couldn't. Especially the fact that you had, there was a restricted time. Mm-hmm. So when you don't eat before a particular time, breakfast is done, lunch mm. is done, dinner is done. Mm. And... I didn't have to like oh quickly rush to eat mm-hmm. so and the food was not even appealing to be very honest exactly. so let's not even get into like, that like i still come back to the tea that was like like maybe you wash dirty socks oh. that's how it was given <laughs> it's given dirty socks oh my god wow <laughs> that's actually interesting mm-hmm. so like in terms of hostels how mm-hmm. would you describe the hostels were they a little bit accommodating because you said there was no bathroom no there was a bathroom but yeah. the bathroom didn't exist now obviously because it was dirty they never <laughs> yeah. washed it it was smelly mm. all the time. I mean, obviously, we have a bath there. They w- so the thing is, I think they used to clean them. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea is to be up at, what, 4 a.m., try and get yourself a clean bathroom. I used to wake up by to just a shower. Oh, do you guess? I don't sleep. remember the time, but really, really early. Yeah. So you can get in, have a bath. Mm-hmm. But the actual, I mean, when I meant bathroom, I meant the actual toilet. It's yeah. not really so the best so that was for that the room we were posted in was actually all right Mm -hmm. i got a corner bunk okay so that was nice um it was spacious the people in the room were actually quite reasonable Mm -hmm. did they still they stole but i don't think they ever stole from our room or if they did by the Mm -hmm. grace of god not touch me (laughs) yeah so yeah Yeah, so the hostels were all right yeah well that's good they went there was nothing fantabulous it was just like regular hostel Mm -hmm. it's the bathrooms of the hostel that's yeah because the bathrooms that was an issue but to me, sometimes I can't even blame the cleaners because when I see how some people maintain, like, because I feel like they clean it, but when everybody comes back with mud and everything, it's just really, really a mess. But to sum up, like, to run up on your camp experience before we get to PPA, how was the um, manual drill? Like, the manual drills you did, all of that, did you or you ran? No, no, I did them. Mm. And in my mind, I was James Bond. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, no. But there were just one or two things that I couldn't do because of my height. I was concerned. Mm-hmm. But I did the whole walk on the rope the thingy. The rope, yeah. yeah. I did um, the crawling under stuff. Mm-hmm. I, did, I did a couple of stuff. It was nice. I remember so. when I shared my experience, it was when... Because I had been struggling with like a bit of diarrhea, but mm-hmm. like it hadn't held my neck. So I was like, oh, I'm still good. So they came in and chased all of us out. You guys listened to the bonus episode I did. Mm-hmm. So they chased all of us out and they were like, you have to go for your um, manuals. And I was like, okay, okay, fine. So I just, I already told the lady there that uh, my tummy is like rumbling. I don't think mm-hmm. I'll be able to share. Just do the one you can. So I first of all works on this um, stick thing where you have to balance. And it was time to crawl. You know, mm-hmm. when you go down, like, you know, you can't do t- a lot of activities when you have diarrhea because mm-hmm. your tummy will just move. So it was when I came out. I just threw this. Ah, I'm actually finished. Mm-hmm. I'm actually finished. And like, so it felt like my tummy was going to explode. So I had to take permission. And then the soldiers were now telling me, oh, no, no, just one more. I know one more. I, I just I ran back to my room. I thank God, like our bathroom, we had created a system where mm-hmm. we like had it always cleaned. 
So we got cleaners to like. Sorry, this Lagos camp. Can't relate. No, no, Ogun State camp. Still can't relate. <laughs> Five star camp. What do you mean? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like we already had the system, and I had like this mini drum that my friend left for me. Mm. So like I stored water there and everything. So I had water to use the bathroom. So mm. I just I was like, thank you Jesus, because I don't know what I would have done. And it was a situation where you can't. My water was always under my bed because people's hands you just come back and then where's your you can't find your buckets. Mm-hmm. So that's the whole thing for another day. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, so the last day, mm-hmm. right, the passing out. That's when you get your um, posting letter and everything. When you got your posting letter, like how was the whole process like? So let me also again backtrack if that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. So um, hmm. we had that if you don't want to stay you can write there's a period of time that was going on your girl wrote to whoever i was writing to dear mm-hmm. dj or whatever i really want to save my country this one of my words i really do want to save my country i'm really really convinced that i can save i'm passionate about it but the weather is killing me <laughs> i'm serious so i'm falling sick mm-hmm. i'm doing this i just this so in my mind in writing that i felt that whoever would read it, it would be have compassion and yeah. have symp- sympathy and be like okay fine oh this poor girl wants to serve let's send her back home so when i came out and saw that my posting was one place i can't even ah, let me try i can't remember it's one place i couldn't pronounce mm-hmm. i said showing people what is this <laughs> lambatureta i can never forget mm. lambatureta i was like ah. in sokoto in sokoto so i was like ah, where is it so in my mind is i studied microbiology yeah so everybody that heard that thought that i'll be posted to sokoto town mm-hmm. maybe a hospital maybe a lab you know an office local government tell me why they post me in high school <laughs> I think that's a general posting. And I think that's really annoying, to be honest, because it's like you have engineers, you have microbiologists, you have, you know, economists. Well, I think that's what they need, Sean. Yeah, but the thing is that, for example, I might be someone who, like, enjoys teaching. So being in a school might not be an issue for me. Not that I'm saying you should put me in a school. <laughs> but, like, being in a school might not be an issue for me, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's someone else who's really shy, can't mm-hmm, communicate properly. Mm-hmm. They're more of, like, a desk person. You're even making it worse for the students because what exactly are you going to are teach going them? To teach? And some people, even if they have the personality that's outgoing, some people just don't have the ability to pass across information. Thank you. Like, it's not everyone that knows how to teach or even can be dedicated enough yeah. because you are going to mark scripts, you have students to work with, mm-hmm. the safety of the students go, mm-hmm. what exactly are you even teaching them? You know, are you even making matters worse? You yourself are even smart enough. You know? <laughs> Do you guys so sometimes like, I, I was teaching, I was like, I, I don't know when I was in second school, I don't know how I passed this thing. Oh <laughs> like so how am I not how am I not teaching someone yeah. else? I think yeah. that's one of the things that bothers me about because if you see engineers post them to engineering mm. companies or engineering firms yes. if you see accountants related yeah let me have purpose yeah. what would i do five years and then go and teach in a school what did you if you were going to teach what do you think they would have posted you to teach it was like what like the subjects mm-hmm. probably like physics math because i did computer engineering mm-hmm. right but imagine if they told me to go and teach literature now or just or government so basically it's on their need so when i got there it was like oh what what, what can you teach what will you teach will you teach this <laughs> so it wasn't even much of like a choice. choice so had it been i had like literature even mm-hmm. though i don't care for literature basically as in like teaching it as yeah. a subject they would have been like oh, go, go, go teach literature because if you don't have a literature teacher so i mean for me yeah when i was posted to that school so mm-hmm. i didn't know like i said i didn't know where i was posted i didn't yeah. know what was going on 
it was confusing. So when they finally told me, oh, you weren't in Sokoto town, because I was like, okay, they're not going to relocate me or yeah. whatever. They're going to post me to the... A proper place or something. So when I now found out that, okay, oh, I'm not going home, they're going to post me to Sokoto town. And I found out, they didn't post me to Sokoto town. They're posting me inside village. Then I now heard that it's the border of Zanfarabia. I don't even understand. <laughs> wow. So people were just like, oh, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. There were buses that were going there. So obviously you automatically go. Mm-hmm to your PPA and you resume there. When I got there, I was the only one from camp that had resumed. I think they posted like four or five of us there. Yeah. Only two of us actually went there. Mm-hmm. The rest of them didn't even bother to show to up. To show up. And uh, I think the last straw for me when I knew I had to get out or, or no, I didn't have, because I didn't know how to get out. Yeah. But when I knew that this is going to be interesting was when I met a full grown man and he was introduced to me and he said he was a student. And he was in GS3. I said, you know what? In the school. Ah, hello. <laughs> I said, man. Are you serious? With voice. <laughs> wow. I, so this was this was how many years ago? So I was so tiny. I was so skinny. Yeah. Also, and then I found out that the person that did resume with me was already working to go. The set that was there, they were going to pass out in January or February. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, me, alone. Uh, Female. Yeah. Young girl. Who didn't knew anything. I'm sure you were like very scared and worried. No, it's, so if 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 I knew that there would be other people there, mm-hmm. funny enough, the school is really huge. That's another yeah. thing that concerned me. Was mm-hmm. you know federal government college, so it's a really oh that's that was yeah, a school. So a federal government school, yeah. Oh. So it was a huge school. So I'm like, oh, forbid something can happen to me. So much of film. <laughs> so you know, something could happen to me. I'd be missing for days. Nobody yeah. be able to find me because you just see trees before the school. Mm-hmm. to the copper's lodge just forest tree everything so i'm mm. just like this as a thought is not safe for me yeah it's just not safe for me so wow so like how did you did you actually start teaching there so no i never get got to teach so mm-hmm. here's where the the good thing was um i had a very close friend at the time yeah and she was so thoughtful mm-hmm. because she was working hers i can't remember where she was posted to but she yeah. was working hers and i think she had an aunt also who was you know, Helping up there her. in Abuja. And the sweet lady just put my name in. And I didn't, because like I said, I didn't know anybody. So yeah. I was there for the long haul. Mm-hmm. But she submitted my name. And the next thing I got a text message that I have been posted to Ibadan. I should go and resume in Ibadan in the next two, three days. I was just like, God. The way I grab my things. <laughs> like, I understand what I say, I'm not staying. I'm not staying. Because the, 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 the principal of the school, he was like, oh, we're so happy that people don't resume. So I felt bad. So I was like, I'm letting down this man. But, but I said, hello, sir. Mm-hmm. My life is on the line. Do you get Well, how is the accommodation? Like, they provide, um, yes. I was about to say her accommodation. Her accommodation. They provide accommodation <laughs> yes, for you. Yes, yes. There was a copper's lodge. Okay. Um, we had a, it had an actual bathroom, funny enough. Oh, wow. Yeah, with a bath, like a toilet, which is great. That's you amazing. Know, camp. Didn't have that, but it's fine. <laughs> oh yeah, my so god! He had, had a bathroom. He had um restroom. Yeah. They had the rooms. Mm-hmm. It was okay. It was all right. You know, they had different copper's lodge. They had a place where they had fellowship. They had a oh, nice the NCC. Yeah, Were you part of that? Yeah, so yeah. So mm-hmm. so the NCCF experience in my camp for yeah. me wasn't the best, mm-hmm. and I think unfortunately that kind of shaded my view of NCCF in general. Really? What yeah. was the experience like? Um, I just, uh, this is like, it's only, 
um, different conversation, but when I entered into there, mm-hmm. I felt like it was more of a routine thing, something like you had to do. There was no relationship. There was no... Genuine. Genuine. Con- yeah. yeah. So I just didn't. And then the way, I think, and then, I don't know. Just the structure, it didn't really sit well with you. Yes. It, that's just the bottom line. It didn't sit well with mm. me. And unfortunately, that just blocked me off from it. So anyway, I just said, yes, 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 Merry Christmas. Really? Good job, yeah. I think ours as my camp was actually really, really nice. Yeah. Um in Ogusei camp. So like and also because our camp coordinator, I think yeah, that's who she was. She's mm. very like religious. Mm-hmm. So like she was big on us having fellowships. She used to invite like we had mm. um for one of the Sundays, the owner of Ambassador School mm-hmm. in Otta came okay. to preach to us, oh, wow. shared his journey. So she was very intentional about, you know us in our relationship and I remember we had our carol mm-hmm. it was really really beautiful you know we sang we worshipped God we had like wow. this mini concert oh, nice. so it's actually a really really nice experience although like at some point I didn't go because I slept off but <laughs> yeah it was generally an yeah. experience so mm. for your repost like after you got the text and you packed your bags like how did you get to Ibado? I'm trying to remember sorry can I just add that I was already dedicated to stay. I'd already bought like curtains. I bought bed sheets really? and stuff. Yes, because I was there for a few days. Mm. So I had gone into. Let me just make it comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Got, I'd gotten a carton of indomie. I'd gotten milk. So I was ready, yeah, to stay. Oh, wow. So when I got the text message, obviously everybody was disappointed. I was going, but I'm like, yeah, you guys are leaving soon. So <laughs> yeah. So if they were going to stay, I would have stayed. So, but yeah, um, I it was the. Village was about two hours or three hours okay. from the town. Oh, yeah, so it was quite a distance. Mm-hmm. So I think they led me to Sokoto, mm-hmm. and then I got into another bus that I was headed for Ibadan. Yeah. Like, how long was the journey this time? Oh, I can't remember, but probably be like maybe nineteen, <laughs> seventeen hours. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. On the road. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So where were you posted to in Ibadan? <sighs> that one is in all the drama. So when um I found out that I was going to be in Ibadan, I had a very good friend okay. that was in Ibadan. Mm-hmm. And luckily for her, she had her aunt's house. Oh. So it was a no-brainer that I would stay with her. Yeah. There were another two or three friends from our uni, so we're all going to be there and have the time of our lives. So she was already talking to her auntie to help me get a posting in like a school. Mm-hmm in uh, Bodija because that's where the house oh, okay. was yeah, Bodija town. you know I'm from Ibado so like this uh, is just <laughs> so like proper old Bodija yeah. that's where the house was so that was the plan tell me why when I got there they have posted me to another village village was chasing me are you serious I'm not even kidding you no cap they posted you to a village another village I was destined in Ibado. to go to village yes. <laughs> so that was destined to go to village so when I got what there what village was that so it's called um, Ijae Yes, mm. Ijae. It's Ijai. after Munia. Oh, that's my village, Munia. Yeah. Wow. So, you really went to the re- village, village, Because I haven't even been to my village because it's village, village. Uh, so, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, I was just destined. So, that's why when people are always talking about MIS, I said, see, I don't care what you guys are talking. All this office thing people are doing. I said, I'm the one that served my country. <laughs> Under the sun and in the rain. It's Under me. the sun and in the rain. <laughs> so, um... When I found out that yeah. I was in another this thing, I was I was beside myself. I was crying. I was mm. unconsolable. I called my mom. My mom spoke to our what do they call those people? Um, local government inspector, yes, the LGIs. Who was a lovely woman, mm-hmm. really beautiful woman, and she was just begging my oh sorry yeah. she was just begging my mom that please 
this school needs people. Yeah. I need to send her there. But I will take care of her. She'll be fine. The teacher is oh, a wow. nice man. The, the, the principal is a nice man. Mm-hmm. He's really kind. But I need to send her there. But I will take care of her. So with that, she took a special liking to me. Mm-hmm. But I was, I was crying. <laughs> so in the end, I had to go to the village. Yeah. So that's when I resumed. So you were posted to another school. Another what school. What school was this? This was called Grace Foundation Schools. Oh, so it was like a private school. It was technically a private school, but you know, <laughs> best in the village best to in say. The village, yeah. wow. So, how was teaching then? Like, what did you end up teaching? Okay, so I did um, biology. Mm. I did, I think, English. I did mm. biology. I did English. Yeah, biology and English. So, what was your experience as a teacher like? Did you enjoy it? So, here's the guy. <laughs> Sorry. So I know I mentioned that I'm Yoruba. Yeah. But I do not speak or Ooh, understand. So language Yoruba. was a barrier. It was a barrier. So I will be talking to the like, <laughs> But um, yeah. to be honest, my my students really loved me. Mm-hmm. I love them as well, but they really love they love choke. <laughs> so they really loved me. Um to be honest, like I mentioned also that um, it's been a while, it ha- it had been a while. Yeah. So just refreshing myself up on some biology. English is really a no-brainer about mm-hmm. biology, making sure I was actually teaching them the right things and stuff yeah. like that. But the students were really eager to learn. Mm-hmm. There was an improvement in their, their grades, grades, teaching them. They, they had fun in my class, mm-hmm. which was something I was really big on. So I'm like, even if you don't want to pay. So how I did was, you know, obviously when you have a substitute teacher or a new teacher, yeah. you know, there's a way students behave. Mm-hmm. But finding that, you know, mid ground or yeah, to level, soften, to, to the soften them so i was like a very chill teacher i was like the jassy teacher you yeah know, that kind of you thing. used to vibe with them a lot was it vibe a secondary school yes it was oh, so okay. it was actually the school structure was from crutch to secondary oh, okay. but i was teaching the secondary okay. classes yeah i taught ss1 to ss3 english okay. and so you could relate to like the youth i was relating, talking about their boyfriends yeah. their crushes uh, literally <laughs> like ah uh, then um the thing i did that really helped with english class was like every friday i think I will now tell them like um, fairy tales and stories. Oh. So yeah, so for the class, I'll just sit down, sit them down, and once it's time, everybody does behave. Even the guys that they sit it will down, humble themselves. The yeah. I think that's actually really beautiful. Yeah, and yeah. you could actually say that NYC achieved one of their goals. Yeah, I guess so. Supporting national unity and yeah. But there's this remarkable thing that happened. That I tell everybody, which is really funny. Mm-hmm. So one of the assignments I gave them was what will happen an essay to write. What yeah. will happen if you become president for the day? These people said that they're gonna collect money for themselves and their family. I'm telling you, if wow, if yeah, if thirty people wrote those essays, only one or two talk talked about like changing the country mm-hmm. and helping the country. The rest of them, as my presidents have done in the past, I'm going to. Go Are in. you serious? Yes, and I found that so disturbing. Yeah, because like that's the future generation. So my future is not moving. safe. <laughs> So I'm yeah. really moving. Yeah, that must have been interesting. I'm sure you like you were like wow. No, I had a laugh honestly. <laughs> I said it's everywhere, but I was just I was, even though I was laughing, yeah. it was also very disturbing mm-hmm. because it's it's basically what they believe sincerely. Yeah. And after that, I really spoke with them. I was like, but they're like, Phew. and if you actually think about it, mm-hmm. yeah, they haven't really seen much of the outside world and developed yeah. world. Many of them haven't been to Lagos, mm-hmm. and basically that's all they know and that's all they've heard. So, so really, imagine that having that mentality already. So it's, it's just like, to be honest, if I need my family to be fine, mm-hmm. and you are not taking care of me and my family, I'm going to take care of mine first. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them even didn't even talk about. Okay, I'll take care of myself and then take care of the country. But most of them were just like, I'm taking care of me, and mm-hmm. I guess it's just. 
their she, mentality like how they're wired yeah that's really interesting yeah so was there any points that you enjoyed teaching so much that you considered staying back never <laughs> so no it's not i did enjoy the teaching there was yeah. even a time we did um we we did the whole inter house sports so mm-hmm. we hadn't done in house sports so we actually helped plan yeah into house sports i loved all those moments mm-hmm. but i never considered staying back because i never felt at home there Really? Yeah, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. So you remember I said that my friends were in Bujija town. Yeah. So what I would do is I would be in the village from mm-hmm. Monday to Friday. Yeah. Friday, 4 p.m. I'd be 3 o'clock. Once <laughs> class has stopped. Yeah, I've already yeah. I've already packed my bag to class. Yeah. I'm going straight to... Because I was even going to ask how you balance like having a social life and every other thing. Because... Eh? I'm anti-social. Say it louder. <laughs> yeah, I'm anti-social. You're anti-social? Yeah. So like... The entire year you spent the days No, in? no, no. So okay. to be honest, I did... So because my friends are now on yeah. the opposite social spectrum, so they would go out. So obviously, I'll tag along with them sometimes. Yeah. And I had really, really amazing friends. Shout out to Tommy. Shout out Hi, to Tommy. Ore. Hi, shout out to Tope. Do you guys still talk? Yes, yes, yes. You guys once, are still talking. Well, Ore is in Australia now. <laughs> so like, what were the activities, like fun things you did? For so for me, yeah... <sighs> It was just getting to hang with them. So mm. watching movies. They, they they really explored the cities. They yeah. went to clubs. They went out. We went once or twice, but when I heard the boom boom boom, I said that's not for me. Yeah. Yeah. So but there was it was basically just like um movies for mm-hmm. me that I enjoyed movies. Then there were a few places and gardens and parks yeah. you just go and chill there. Mm-hmm. So those were the ones I found mostly interesting. And and really what was really the best for me was just being in the house with all of them. Just yeah, sit down just and vibing. Chill, stand by. After yeah. teaching from Monday to Friday. <laughs> did you ever want to like explore Ibadan or like a little backtrack when you were in Sokoto, did you ever want to like explore Yeah, so obviously it was one of the plans that when I got settled in I would just like like yeah. take a mini road trip and mm-hmm. just look around because obviously it's a historical city yeah so it, it crossed my mind mm-hmm. but i never got to do it i'm mm-hmm. not sad though <laughs> before you battle did you think about that i did think about it didn't really have the time but i yeah. know there was a time they took us to is it mapu hall or one place i can't remember what it's mm. called but it has like a lot of statues and pillars and stuff mm, that's nice, really nice. Yeah, so oh that's really hall. interesting mm. so your general experience like with the ppa was how do you describe it so um like the lgi did say he was mm-hmm. a very kind man he was very nice that's the principal of the, the school. principal of grace foundation really amazing man teaching was nice there were also very lovely teachers as well mm-hmm. there was this elderly woman so sweet so kind and then the good thing that happened was that we made friends. Mm-hmm. So there was another school, a government school, yeah. just a stone throw away. And the core members that were serving there, we now became friends with them. Oh, okay. So in our copper's lodge provided by this man, there mm-hmm. was no electricity. Mm-hmm. So what would happen is I would have my phone on 100% when I'm leaving Monday morning for work, early at mon- on Monday. And then I would now push on my phone battery 20% every day till Friday. I'm sorry? Yeah. So once, so when I use it, it's at hundred percent. Once it gets to eighty percent, I close it off on Monday, on Tuesday, eighty percent to sixty, and so on and so forth. Because there wow. was no electricity at the time, and we didn't know anybody. Yeah. Uh, there was a bathroom, but there wasn't a toilet, so mm-hmm. I was forced to. to yeah. Yeah. Let's that. just let's and just. Say. <laughs> so I had yeah. no choice. Yeah. But um, so we just one day walking around because at. 
someone eventually joined me. So I was there alone from for a little bit. Okay. Then someone eventually joined mm-hmm. me. Another core member, Simon. Shout out to Simon. Hi, Simon. <laughs> then um, uh, we met these people and they were delightful. And mm. then one day they just told us, oh, come to this place. So there's this very beautiful woman who her family wasn't living with her. So she, yeah. had, she built a copper's lodge in her house. So she just wanted people around her. So we would go to her house and she loved watching Z World. <laughs> so for that wow. one year, every show on Z World, we would watch it you together. Watch it. And they had electricity. Mm-hmm. So I could then, and they had a proper bathroom. So I could use the bathroom. So yeah. I used to, and it was close to. It was not far at all. Really? Yeah. So that was, that was really the nice bit. Oh, so I had really two friends. I had friends in yeah. the village part, and then I had friends. Oh, wow. Yeah, Did city. you, um, with that experience, that just shows how like beautiful communities like fostering yeah. national unity yeah. and everything that's actually really, really nice yeah. so how was feeding for you okay. did you cook a lot or you always bought food no 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 so um in the village no i didn't cook i think i cooked just once or twice maybe mm-hmm. a stew or something i wasn't keen on cooking yeah because again i never felt settled yeah so it was not something i wanted to do mm-hmm. so um one time I did go because they had a market, so they had yeah. market days, and I did go to the market. I remember being so amazed by getting a huge bucket, like not a huge bucket, but like this yay high, mm-hmm. and it was like two hundred and full of tomatoes. Eh? Two hundred in twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen at the time. Yes, full of tomatoes. I was just like for two hundred and two hundred from my home state. Wow, <laughs> they had like lovely stuff in the market it was a messy market because yeah. they sell things on the ground so if mm-hmm. it's rained it's all messy so th- i think that's partly why i didn't want to cook so i just had my stuff like my milo yeah i have, have this i have that then when we met those people mm-hmm. they used to cook so we would now chip in money yeah and okay they would cook and, and then generally then when i went into the town as well i cooked once in a blue moon mm-hmm. i was mostly like the person doing the dishes because yeah. you know they already had their own system Mm-hmm. So I only seen fit into it on weekend. So that was what my feeding was like. Really? Well, you know, Domino's here, ice cream there. Let's say let's just And you had Domino's. Amalaska, ah, shout out to Amalaska. <laughs> Amalaska, yeah, in Ibado. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's actually yeah. really lovely, to yeah. be very honest. Mm-hmm. So generally, like, when you were, you know, wrapping up um, camp and, like, towards... No, no, before I get into that, let's talk about CDS a bit. Because, you know, we hear about CDS in Lagos and Clarence. Was it tasking for you as well? No. Uh, LJ, like I said, I'm sorry I can't remember her name. She was, a, she's a beautiful woman, mm-hmm. lovely woman. So it was very seamless, very seamless and organized actually. Mm. So every CDS Lagos. day, we would <laughs> every CDS day we would go into a hall. Mm-hmm. Someone will read the news. Mm. Yes, someone read, we will read the minutes of the previous thing. So I yeah. eventually became the general secretary. Yeah. So we we'll read the minutes of the previous meeting. Mm-hmm. Someone will read the news headlines. We will talk about the news headlines and talk about it, debate it. People should ask for people's opinions. Then if there's any showcasing, they will showcase, oh, they will wow. do. Then eventually we'll now finish. And then if it's a clearance, they obviously won't do all that. Yeah. But very organized. You have your queue. You have your tally. I think we had a tally okay. or a tag. You just do it. If it's clear, if you have any problems, she's there for you. And woman doesn't like stress. She was beautiful, fine So woman. just everything so easy. Everything was just, yeah, easy and wow. lovely. Did you guys end up doing a community project? Because um, a couple of, our, like two actually, they, I don't know if the episode will be out before yours or after, but they did like projects. One of them would be Nahi Beauty Road in his community. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he also started working on like a um, keep, um, like a cleaning type mm. of project for mm. the community. So, like, did you guys ever yeah, embark so I think on that? Th- what we did was m- more like a ch- 
a children's drive or something like okay. that. Okay. I can't really recall now, but I know there was something about the children. Mm-hmm. Either we taught in the schools or we went out with them to do something. I really yeah. can't remember. See me, the important thing. <laughs> I remember. But yeah, it was something around those things. But I do remember in Ibadan town, I saw someone had done a statue. A copper? Yes, a statue of a copper. Oh, yeah, not, I don't think it was one person. I think it was a contribution. Okay. But what I wanted to do at the mm-hmm. time was, if I was posted to that local government in Ibadan town, I wanted to paint it because the paint had chipped off. Yeah. So that would have been my contribution. Yeah, but they lost me. So. <laughs> That's yeah. actually really interesting. So mm-hmm. you genuinely like enjoyed your stay. Will you say that? Although you said you weren't. So yeah. So yeah, I did. To be honest, I mm-hmm. did enjoy my stay because I had my friends there. Yeah. Even friends from Lagos would come into Ibadan. Oh we, yeah. We attended um, someone's wedding, my friend's ah. uh, uncle's wedding, all together. We had Ashrebi. So we had a lovely moment. So yes, I did enjoy my stay mm-hmm. in Ibadan. It was yeah. actually very nice. I made a lot of friends. I met a lot of people. Yeah, interesting. but you kept saying that like you weren't settled in base. Why, why were you like? Because no, I just knew it wasn't my home. Mm. So I guess obviously now serving in Lagos, you you know where your house is. Everything is just okay. Like, so yeah, I get it was just knowing that even though you're here, I just I just knew that you know it's temporary. So you can't completely settle yeah, in. Yeah, so hundred percent. And I was always like a nomad, so I'm always moving with a bag. Yeah. To the village, coming back, so it was just. It was also traveling. Well, that's actually fair enough. So generally, right, in terms of after camp, were you thinking about that? Like, what are you going to do after? Am I going to stay? Am I going to go back to Lagos? Like, what was your thought process like? Yeah, so um, it never crossed my mind to stay in Ibadan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you said so. So I was going to come back to mm-hmm. Lagos. I already had an idea of what I was going to do for a time okay. when I came to Lagos. So it was pretty clear. Yeah. I didn't, wasn't, um, I didn't give much thought to that. Mm-hmm. I knew I was going to. I had, funny enough, I still entered inside teaching when I came back. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, so uh, my mom has a preschool. Okay. Yeah, so once I was there, I knew that I would come and help out run stuff yeah. in the preschool. So that was what was waiting for me. Mm-hmm. So that kind of sort of helped. So, how did you now later build into this career you have now? Because you okay. mentioned yeah. your different so, career experiences. So, yeah, so um, worked in the school for like two years. Mm-hmm. And then when we had uh, our friend COVID, <laughs> right. Scatter did lots of things. So, it was a preschool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, because of that, a lot of children obviously weren't going to school yeah. because of the scare. So, it was at that point, it was like, okay, what are you going to do with your life? This is a very good time to pivot into something else. So, I now uh, chose a firm mm-hmm. unfortunately it was in Ikeja and I live on the island so it was quite a trip yes, <laughs> yeah. a lot. It was, yeah it was quite a distance but this firm was able to kind of like give me so the the school was a bit relaxed so yeah. to speak because it's family owned and everything yeah. so it gave me a bit of stru- structure this firm I learned a uh, lot about confidence mm-hmm. training and so on. Yeah. So one of the things I picked up there was project management okay. at the firm, and I was able to actually use it practically. Okay. And in doing that, then I was able to fully transition and you know be a project manager. I entered as a project administrator, mm-hmm. became project manager, then eventually I became head of projects before I left. Oh wow, that's interesting. But the process of like from Le- um, from the island to Keja. How was that like for you? It was bad. So yeah, so um I live where they call um how what do they call our sides? There's a slang slang they do. Outskirts of Lagos. Outskirts, yeah. <laughs> so I live in the outskirts. 
no man's land <laughs> so obviously but it's not that bad it's not bad. it's actually chilling it's very soft <laughs> yeah so um we'd have to like um wake up uh, um at like 4 a.m wow 3 30 4 a.m leave the house no later than five so because i don't i hate traffic with a passion mm-hmm. so i prefer to wake up on time and get wherever i'm going super, super early. early and then when I'm there, you can like rest, sleep. rest, and everything. So that's what I did. But the coming back was the real terrible thing because it's like three or four hours on the road traffic. So on in a day, I was spending. I remember I analyzed it. I was telling a friend that literally I'm spending X amount of years on the road of my life. So, but oh, six wow. hours given every day at that time, and I did it for almost two years. Wow, six hours. Did it make you like age very fast? Yes, it made me age. <laughs> there, were, there were pains, aches and pains mm. in my body. I didn't know I could feel. I was, the I was yes, I was constantly looking emaciated because even though I would eat, and I wasn't even eating much because of stress, but even though I would eat, mm-hmm. I would always be losing the weight. And yeah, because of, of the hustle. stress. Wow, but would you have like rather been in a battle without traffic? No. <laughs> so it actually to be honest let me i just now that you mention it i i would have had a problem being in ibadan town mm. i think i was talking about the village, Mulia, village yeah. yeah in ibadan town no because ibadan's ibadan is very easy mm-hmm. things you have things there yeah yeah it's like lagos but you know how lagos is on steroids so ibadan's <laughs> very chill yeah, yeah. so actually lagos moves fast yes actually i wouldn't have minded mm-hmm. being in ibadan town like mm. old bodija the old bodija where we are very quiet estates very yeah. sweet i had a church i think there was house on the rock there oh. yeah there was house on the rock church and it was like literally a walk from the house everything so everything was, was just, everything was there so i wouldn't have actually minded sorry Love you, <laughs> you yeah. have because mm-hmm. sometimes I, was, I used to like think about it and like when I hear people's um, opinions about NYC and they're talking about how rent in that place is way cheaper, rent in Ogun State is way cheaper compared to Lagos, and I'm like, well, you can't really compare because of like the fact industries we have, the companies we have, exactly. the opportunities. Exactly. So things come at like a higher price, yeah. but not saying that in all these other places there aren't opportunities, yeah. but like realistically. Yeah, because like when we were in Ibadan, there was this place which was really amazing. I I I T A. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've heard about it. Wanted to be posted there. They they had they gave them like housing allowance for when they first came like towards finding places to stay they had lunch and it was a proper you know place yeah. so there's like a resort i think yeah they had and they had like a research institute if i remember correctly mm. so they had really so they had places like that that so if you were lucky to get posted to places like that yeah but you see people that were in local government those who not safe told me i'm talking to you i'm going to send you the link to this video told me it did not work i did the work on your behalf because they were chilly ah. I remember sometimes maybe um, maybe we were on holiday or something, yeah. so I would be in the Ibadan house mm-hmm. for a time. I would see my friends. They are supposed to be a local government. They are living by 12. <laughs> I can't relate. <laughs> oh, my dear. So, so they were really chilling. So, yeah, so people really, I think people enjoy Ibadan. It's really lovely city. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, to wrap up, right, the conversation, um, in terms of, like, PPA focused again, right, um, you know there's this stage, like, after nyse where people are like talking and asking so what's next what's next because i've had that question a lot i've heard it a lot of times rather and 
it just it's not like i'm not thinking about what's next but like you asking me it's mm. like making me feel like is my what's next really yeah. enough yeah you know yeah. so like did you ever have to deal with that and how were you able to maneuver that so like i said because i already knew what was next mm-hmm. it wasn't really, oh yeah true yeah so it wasn't really too much of a bother, bother. for me I knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So at the time, I was supposed to be going back to school for master's or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of clear cut for me. Yeah. What I would advise is, um, obviously, you, there will be a lot of stress on what's next yeah. when, when you're serving. But if you know what you want to do, if you know what your plans are, I think it will give you a certain confidence when you get those questions. Yeah. Right. So even if people are like dogging you, like, what are you doing? Where are you going to go? You're like, oh, I know what I'm going to do. I know where I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. If you feel like sharing it with the person, fine. If you don't, you'll be like, ah, don't worry. You'll know. You'll know where you, you know. You'll see the doings yeah, when you see, see the yeah, doings. You'll see the doings. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. That's actually interesting. And lastly, in terms of salary. Mm-hmm. So when you were serving, well, mm-hmm. how are you? Like, I think Alawi was 198. At that, oh yeah, that's true. At yeah, that time, at the time, is that all you survived on? My my principal gave me five k per week. I know I ask this. I say this per week thing, and people are always coming for me. For I the know. month. In twenty seventeen. Well, the month. Love you, sir. <laughs> I, but they gave you accommodation, yeah. Yeah, they gave us accommodation. They feed you though. No. So like, how was that five k for you? So then again, remember I said a bucket of tomatoes for. 200 mm. fair actually so, and i had beautiful amazing what's it called roommates choma mm-hmm. i didn't forget you <laughs> shout out to you choma yeah so choma was literally my roommate for the longest she likes to cook i don't feel anything. you know it's such a blessing to have people around you that like to cook do you understand i'm like do you, know, do you want to try a new recipe i, I can't taste for you and dice no so i don't have a problem cooking no, yeah i don't have a problem cooking we don't have problem with cooking well, just we do not cook rather well. I mean, not. Like, too many too many cooks spoil the soup so you know <laughs> do what you do boo oh <laughs> yeah. my god but um yeah so Choma loved to cook so she'd make stews and stuff like that so i had her and yeah. she, whatever she did she was no brainer between for mm-hmm. both of us I, I would chip in if i had to cook i would cook and even once or twice when i had to buy food in the village the food was inexpensive yeah you know, so it was okay and you know low cost of living then it's just yeah. maybe if you it's decide, like coming from lagos exactly and going to Ibadan. Yeah. so yeah. i'm sure and this was still like five years ago yeah where 1000 still meant something yeah, so. Or like now when you go to the markets and everything is floating. <laughs> so yeah. what what would you um what would you say about like NYC generally? Would you really say that you know it's something that we should keep doing, the government should keep doing, and all of that? Or what contribution do you have about it generally? You no, know, I think um it was go on right. It was go on. Yeah, Yakubu go on. <laughs> so yeah, I think it was a brilliant initiative, honestly, mm. especially when you get the history. You know, after the the civil war yeah and it was a necessity mm-hmm. and it has helped people are very tribalistic now mm-hmm. imagine if they weren't nyc yeah. i know a lot of people that got married based on nyc yeah relationships and so forth so um wait let me cut in there yeah. did, did, did no did did, did, did. So, no, <laughs> no nobody no no you no, had no crush no, no. you uh, had no situation no, no. nobody moved to you you're making it awkward for me <laughs> They were they were moving. They were they were yeah. people moving, moving up and down. Yeah. God bless their movements. Oh my days. Anyway, let's continue. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. Yeah. So knowing the history of mm-hmm. the necessity for NYSC. Yeah. About fostering national unity. Yeah. You understand, um, why it has to exist. Mm-hmm. I think it's a brilliant initiative. I think obviously. And actually, for the fact that it's been on for so long, yeah, it's fi- it turned fifty this year. Yeah, it turned fifty, and 
still somewhat organized actually i think i was somewhat to be honest to think about it somewhat in, in capital letters no but think about it. it's a nigerian initiative it has existed for 50 years it hasn't had experienced much much of changes mm. uniform wise everything is the same actually. the system is actually the same you have a system that works there are little cracks in the system there's still yeah. lgis here and there that will frustrate their own life and destiny <laughs> but if you look at it as a total as a whole yeah. it's actually something that works and i feel like for um nyc right most of its improving has um a major or is majorly influenced by the country improving itself. True. So the challenge is like insecurity is mm-hmm. because of the country, not exactly. NYC itself. Exactly. So like, it's just, if we could just like, by God's grace, the company, uh, said company, the country gets better. Yeah. NYC gets better as yeah. well. I was hearing rumors that they want to increase Next time I was hearing rumors they want to reduce. No, no, no. Increase in Jesus' name. No, I don't think, amen. I don't think they would reduce. Mm. And speaking to insecurity, like, so we were in Sokoto and there's, I think in every camp there's, there's army. Yeah, so, there's yeah, soldiers. So, so there's soldiers there. So, and, and the soldiers were really nice. Even though some of them were looking for a girlfriend, but that's another story for another day. Bro. Yeah. We, you know, we actually mm-hmm. talk about that because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, looking for wife. Yes. Like, it's no. really interesting. Yes. I used to have like Yours is wife. I'm talking girlfriend. It's worse. <laughs> Do you know, like, when we used to have conversations with mm. them, right? Because it was at the last, I think, last few days that mm. I realized that every, like, camp was, like, a stage play. Mm-hmm. So everybody just comes mm-hmm. for just three weeks. Yes. And then, this, like, they go back. Because yeah. the cleaners and people helping us with our bags, yeah. watching our bags, and mm. they were like, please hurry up and be going so I can go back to my yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. And it just clicked in my head that these people actually left. They are here for us. They are just here for us. Even the food. That's already, what I'm talking they about. They are packing up already. Yeah. The soldiers are I'm going back the to system, their families. The, even the hospitals, everything. So yeah. it's, it's really a lot to mm-hmm. do this. In I don't know how many states of the federation, but in all thirty-six states, to you be know, honest. Uh, yeah, so it's not a mean. Why you not hyping there? No, no, no. But Farrell, we'll give you your flowers where you deserve them. Fair. When you need work, do yours. Yeah. Stop posting people where you do not consign them. <laughs> Actually, yeah. especially in this day and age, so I think it just constantly. Would you say it constantly needs like a review? Because now I can tell that yeah. you don't want it to be scrapped. Mm. So you say that it needs like a reformation, a mm. review, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Like every project, like every undertaking, you there's a part in the project where you have to... As a project manager. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> no, but there's always a part in the project where you actually have to go back to the drawing board yeah. and review and say, okay, is it still effective? Is it mm-hmm. working? There might come a time in this nation's history where it is not necessary anymore. Mm, that's and that's true. perfectly fine. The states doesn't need NYSC. Mm. That's a topic for another day. Yeah. But yeah, but some developed countries that don't experience what we do don't need NYSC and, yeah. and that's perfectly fine for them it works for them yeah so yes it does need to be reviewed there are certain things that could be better yeah but you know on a whole it's a, it's a wonderful it's a wonderful wonderful initiative generally yeah generally so yeah I think that's really beautiful yeah. any last words you'd like to share as we wrap up um yeah so um what I'm gonna say is that see if you're serving wherever you're serving enjoy it mm-hmm. so have that ability to put yourself out of the picture and just look at it holistically because as a season that's never going to come again mm-hmm. so enjoy the day seize the day carpe diem squeeze all the moments when you're hanging out with your friends when you're teaching yeah stand back and observe it from like a third person point of view because these memories will go with you forever and there's no memory that you get or there's no knowledge that you get that will yeah. ever be wasted it will come back to you at times you yeah, need definitely. it and so on. So just enjoy it mm-hmm. and just know that you're taking one, one step 
putting one foot in front of the other and the road on unravels and the road will always rise to meet you oh that's so beautiful <laughs> thank you so much for being a guest thank you for thank inviting. you so much for taking out your time and you know all that beautiful stuff please tell them to like comment share and subscribe to our youtube channel all right so you see it the copper files Do click youtube app on your phone yes you type in the copper files thank you please anything like anything subscribe mm -hmm. anything comment mm -hmm. anything share mm -hmm. broadcast it yes. tell people about it that's right know? yeah thank you work. so much um i hope you guys enjoyed listening and you learned a lot as all our episodes always give you good information um we also like to know if you're enjoying the conversations you know on youtube you know on instagram we have a whole community if you're not on our instagram that's the copper files so you should definitely hop on that but our youtube channel let us know in the comment section is there anything you'd like us to try is there any conversation specifically you want us to have you know let's actually know how it goes all right so make sure you subscribe share with your friends and i will see you in the next one bye, bye.